When you're meditating, does it ever feel like you're struggling or working hard? Do you have a sense that you should be having a different experience? Even in times like these, you can learn to rest and relax. Hi, welcome to Your Great Journey. Each week, we offer you brief tips, techniques, and insights to help you move in positive directions and master big change. For more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. Today, we're exploring the Buddhist meditation skill of right effort, being fully in the present while naturally moving toward more peace, clarity, and awareness. Today, we're sharing an excerpt from the audiobook, The Art and Skill of Buddhist Meditation, Mindfulness, Concentration, and Insight, written by Richard Shankman. This audiobook is a practical guide to building a strong meditation practice using mindfulness, concentration, and insight. New meditators will find step-by-step instructions and hands-on skills they can easily put into practice. Experienced meditators will find a complete guide for deepening insight and cultivating deeper stages of concentration. In this episode, we explore the idea that meditation practice is about learning. With this point of view, you don't need to worry or strain because whatever happens, it is teaching you. Developing the meditation skill of right effort will help you let go of struggle and open to the present moment. You'll begin to meet yourself with kindness, compassion, and a sense of exploration and experimentation. Opening to the Present Moment Meditation practice is an exploration, a process of recognizing and fostering what is skillful and learning to let go of what is unskillful. If our practice is about learning then we are not afraid of anything that might happen. We need not worry because whatever happens is teaching us. If we regard every experience as a teacher, we can apply ourselves with an attitude of experiment and inquiry, not judging our meditation in terms of how concentrated we are, as so many of us do, but with interest to find out what is real and true. We can be curious, doing the best we can to meet our experience with inquisitiveness and look to see if what we are doing is helpful or unhelpful. What we learn we can apply to the next situation. Even falling into struggle is an opportunity for learning. It helps you to realize that you are unable to be equanimous in this situation. Instead of floundering in self-judgment or criticism, merely look to see what happened. Anytime you discover an edge, those things, situations, and experiences you feel you cannot be with Important areas for growth are revealed. Whatever happened is teaching you, giving you information, informing you how to move forward. A big shift came in my own practice when I got just as interested in my suffering as I was in my bliss. As my mind became less distracted, I could see more and more clearly every time something unpleasant or painful would arise and how my mind responded. I began to stop worrying about whether or not I was getting what I wanted and turned to my experience with an attitude of interest and investigation. Let your experience of the moment be your teacher. See if you can turn directly to meet whatever is happening, even if it is painful. 
That does not mean you have to stay with it, making yourself plunge into something difficult, scary, or distressing if it is too much for you. You have to look and see what is needed, letting however much skill, experience, and wisdom you have show you the way. It may be that you choose to stay right in the fire of an uncomfortable feeling, emotion, or memory, or you may back away, bringing down the intensity to get some relief in order to give you the rest and resources you need. If you are judging yourself or your experience, try your best to stop. Do not make it a struggle to stop struggling, but try to let it go as best you can. Sometimes it is not so easy, in which case you are learning something about conditioned patterns of tension and stress that may be deeply habituated. You may need to inquire and investigate what is fueling the tendency to hold on to some painful reaction, even when you see that it is creating more suffering. Relaxation, ease, and patience will be your allies as you learn to let go of struggle and begin to meet yourself with kindness, compassion, and a sense of exploration and experimentation. Your practice is to study and learn about yourself, and nothing need be excluded. Everything is an opportunity for learning. We tend to judge our meditation by how pleasant or unpleasant it is. When the practice is to our liking, when it feels good and we are getting what we want, we call that a good meditation. When the present moment is not how you have decided it should be, when it seems to go badly or fall apart, check to see what you have found out about yourself, about how your mind works, and about the places you get stuck. See if there is something you can let go of that is unhelpful. How can you build on what you have learned? If you can let go of judgment and contention, Shifting your attitude from always seeking what you want and avoiding what you do not want, you can begin looking at what happens with interest, discerning what you can cultivate that is skillful and what is unskillful that you can let go. In the late 60s and early 70s, it was common to see posters around the San Francisco Bay Area of the Indian guru Merababa with his big grin and bushy mustache and the simple caption, Don't worry, be happy. That was in the early days of my meditation practice. I remember thinking that it was a nice sentiment, like something you might say to children, but not really all that deep. It was only much later that I was able to appreciate Mayor Baba's deceptively simple teaching. As you reflect on your meditation practice and how it is going, take a few moments right now to let the words soak in and notice how they land for you. Don't worry. Be happy. In beginning any practice, it is helpful to try to let go of expectations. Of course, we would not take up a practice if we did not expect some results. But results come more quickly and with less suffering if you can practice in a way that allows you to be at peace and happy where you are, even as you aim toward a goal. Be as happy and relaxed as you can. Feel the freedom in the moment while practicing in a way that heads in a skillful direction. Sometimes it may feel like you are working very hard, but even in those times, you can learn to rest and relax. Check if there is any tension or constriction in your body. Try to relax those areas. Do you find some sense that you've got to change your experience? See if you can let that go and relax into whatever is happening. This is right effort, being fully in the present while naturally heading toward more peace, clarity, and awareness getting somewhere, and going nowhere. After a few months on one long retreat, I complained to the teacher 
that I had not yet reached Jahana, which I had previously attained by this point. At that time, I had already begun meditating for more than thirty years, having set many retreats of various lengths, along with a strong daily practice. I had attained Jahana in about four or five weeks of intensive meditation, so going into this retreat, I thought, this is going to be great. I'll be in Jahana in a month or two at the most, and then proceed from there to even deeper stages of concentration, insight, and liberation. The teacher asked if I could be perfectly happy and at ease if I never attained Jahana again, and kindly pointed out that real freedom is not found in attainments, but in non-clinging to whatever is happening. I remember answering with something like, Yes, of course that is true, but in order to deeply realize that fact, I've got to get, and then proceeding to suffer and struggle for some time more. I'd had it all planned out. I knew that any time the thought, I've got to get, comes up about anything, it is a setup for suffering. But what had been a wholesome aspiration had become hijacked by my greedy mind. All the parts of yourself and all the patterns at work in your life come with you as you begin to meditate. Just as we are liable to suffer when we do not get what we want in the course of daily life, even with the most sincere intentions, we can fall into worry, stress, or fear as the meditation process unfolds. This is all part of the learning process as we get to see how our minds work. You do not have to be free from patterns of negativity in order to begin meditation, but you do need the tools to work with whatever meditation presents. Thanks for listening to this excerpt from the audiobook The Art and Skill of Buddhist Meditation, Mindfulness, Concentration, and Insight. You can purchase the complete audiobook from any major online audiobook retailer. If you'd like more information, please visit yourgreatjourney.com. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, please rate it and review it. And please share it with friends who might also enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Your Great Journey is brought to you by audiobook publisher Wetware Media. Wetware Media publishes a wide variety of personal transformation audiobooks available from any major online audiobook retailer. For more information, please visit wetwaremedia.com. That's W-E-T-W-A-R-E-M-E-D-I-A dot com.